Welcome to the show. You are with Adriana Soros, the coach of Rapanorama. Yes, Josh, for the Whisperer. Uh, I do a podcast with him, and he's always calling it Banana Rapana. Well, he's a bit of a banana, an ideal Rapana, but yeah, it's Rapanorama. And I'm glad to hear that he was signed again for the Raiders. I can maybe keep the team name for another year. Um, round 16, the second of our um, big buy rounds, has come and gone. And, you know, we have these um, buy rounds where we have a huge outlier where there's one big scorer, you know, a third of the game went in and everyone else sort of missed out. But we had one of those rounds where all of sort of the popular picks um, came around the same sort of score. And as a result, um, the margins in this round were pretty um, skinny. So, uh, you know, people were scoring sort of thousands and 1100s and that sort of stuff in there. Um, you know, this whole journey over the buy rounds and origin and, you know, into the last buys, um, this is a, a whole picture of, of what is going on now. So um, you may not have, uh, the last two weeks before this one, I'd had two bad captains in a row uh, and lost a bunch of ranks, which really you know pissed me off. I mean, and it is unfortunate because uh, there were injuries, weren't they? And, and, a, and a low Nico, which is rarely happening. Um, and obviously the Cleary injury. So two of those in a row, there was no way I was not locking in a 85 plus in this buy round. Um, as soon as I got that Manu score, I knew he had some offloads coming. So I figured it'd be about 120 and I just took the took the cash and ran literally because I've had 240 plus, you know, 40 you know, type captains. So um, look, you know, um, if you just had one of those enormously strong lineups, um, you might have gained a 50 or 75, 100, whatever. Uh, but I think that it was just a much smaller margins uh, round because the popular picks for captains and VCs, you know, they all sort of balanced each other out. It wasn't a, we didn't get a big 200 in the round. Uh, and, you know, Gutho, Manu, you know, they're all around the bloody same, aren't they? And, um, 
Nico. So, you know, it wasn't around where I felt like I was going to make much rank jump. I dropped, unfortunately, down to 11,000th after having a couple of shocking, unlucky things like the Cleary stuff. Uh, but this week I got a 1,089. Um, it uh, got me up 4,135 ranks into the um, 7,212 for the year. Now, you know, I've sort of had a bit of a look at the scores um, over the round. I, I didn't actually catch a lot of the games live. So when I watch them on replay and I can sort of slow them down and pause them and all that sort of stuff, I have a look at some of the contentious scoring. Um, and I don't really think this was a t- terrifically scored round, to be honest. Um, on a lot of fronts, but for me, um, yeah, I did. I enacted the loop on Manu. Uh, I was happy enough with that because I just couldn't play it risky after two bad ones in a row. Uh, and you know, it's a funny old game sometimes. Um, NRL, you know, Garrick had one game at center, which was absolute dog shit. Then he has this big 160, and people like the whisperer fluked having a VC on him. Um, but you know, this round. <laughs> He, he was, if you had a good lineup, you know, like 15 players, he, he dropped out of my team. I, I lost Sonny Luke, which was to be expected. And Garrick, who's sort of top dollar player, you know, gets, um, get, gets the, you know, the outer edge. He doesn't even make it into me lineup. So, um, look, I only had to the, those two extra players. The disappointments uh, for me, you know, Bula, I think, is starting to max out. Um, he is handy by coverage, which is why people probably got him. But, um you know, you can, if you've got the jewels like me, you got Manu with the 5'8", I can, I can do a downgrade from Bula to Munster, <laughs> you know, I can make money off that trade. And um, if you wanted to go, um, you know, over to Turbo, for instance, who I think is a good pick now to go in as well, I think probably has a better end of the year than Bula. Um, you could do that for 40k. So, uh, you know, in that uh, scoring there, that was one of the ones that frustrated me last week. And I thought to myself, you know, where I thought I was leaning towards holding ball. And now I'm probably looking in this upcoming round, like I might need an extra number. Um, so I think Buller could be on the on the list anyway, of one of the ones that uh, is in danger. Um, yeah, Garrick did disappoint, um, and so did Manly, to be quite honest. Um, I brought in Hughes. Um, I just wanted, I had Cleary sitting there for an extra week. Obviously, I was looking at Moses, but he got picked in the origin. So I just thought with Hughes, um, he looked to me like he's running the ball a bit more. I thought, well, they've all, with Munster and all them out, he's going to be the, the maestro. Um, he scored an 87, which is sort of his sort of wheelhouse, and, and I think he's getting better in the recent weeks. So I figured he was probably going to keep going up in trajectory and, and maybe hold his value, you know, worst case. And I can get back to Cleary when he's back. If I want to go back to Cleary, that is. But um, I just figure like he's the he's the one I can do it with. And, and if people actually held Mitch, for instance, you know, you could probably do the same thing because I'll hold their value really well. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so look, the bad scores in the team wasn't a lot really. Billy Smith, who I half expected wasn't going to you know, set the world alight, scored a 38, which um, was my lowest score in my... Uh, playing, you know, group. And then it was, oh no, it was Karaz actually with 36. So that's another one um, I'm interested in because I know he's got some coverage, not this upcoming round, uh, Karaz, but I think he's got to be someone that you consider as well. Um, Look, he was a bottom price, you know, for him in the year after his um, strong start. Um, people grabbed him low and hasn't actually been terrible, terrible scoring. Like 53s and a 49, a 52, 36. I just don't think the dogs are all there this year as far as we'd like. Karaz probably hasn't been as electric since he's, I mean, I think he still did 200 metres on the weekend, but I think the super coach, you know, and getting um, the tries, you know, that sort of stuff, it's probably just 
drip dropped off a tiny bit. Um, and, you know, he is one I'd sell before Buller, put it that way. I think Buller's going to be up against a, a really high break even, but you can take your pick out of those two. I think they're on the, on the you know, on the, the hit list. Um, yeah, I was a bit, uh, you know, Josh Schuster, he's either a... T- 20, 30, 40, or 40, it was okay. 45, I'll take it. Um, but he's usually a 20 or an 80. Um, so I would have hoped for a little bit more out of him in the round. Um, I brought in Mulatalo as well. It was a 60. I was hoping for a bag of tries. 100, 100 plus for, for Mulatalo, Ronnie. Um, so yeah, look, it was an okay round for me, but having that big drop down, um, I got a, I, I, I dropped down to 7,000. I got myself back up to 3,000. Then I went down to 11,000 and now I'm back up to 7,000. So let's go the other way. Let's go up, Ado, and um, let's get, you know, around. Last round I was above par, so I just want to go into this next one here as well. Um, ahead of par if I can and just keep chipping away. Um, you know, and, and that's the thing as well. You've got to conserve trades. You know, I, this week, you know, I've got these Boolers and Karaz, and maybe one of those gets sacrificed if I've got a really weak, weak lineup and, you know, we don't have the origin backups that we want. Because if that happens and you can't feel the 17, you might be forced again into a trade. Um, I think that those guys could be on the chopping block, but if you can, um, have a crack at saving, you know, some, you know, saving some trades if, you, if you've been burning them hard because you're going to need them. Um, let's have a look at the scoring for the round and, you know, the, the people that sort of stood out to me from a super coach point of view in the upcoming weeks that we might like to grab. All right, let's go with the top scoring players of the round. Actually, and we'll have a little bit of a chat about them. William Warbrick, mate, he's really starting to find his feet. He's starting to get up and up and about. He's starting to get a, a bunch of tries now and they're looking for him. Um, he's now got his uh, dollars up to 285000 made. Um, he's still nearly 20% owned. So in this round, um, he was the highest scoring player at 136. So um, at 20%, and I'm not an owner, that's that's hurt your kind of um, numbers. Uh, Gutho, um, luckily I'm an owner of Gutho, um, but he was the next uh, best scorer in the round, 132. That was like the intro song because, you know, when you talk about um, captains for the round, though you had your big dogs for the round. And uh, unfortunately, even when you're, um, you know, just say you're the Gutho or you're the Manu, um, you want a fail on a Ponger or you want a fail on a Hines so that, you know, at least you're doing better than a big group of the um competitors but in this case all of the main sort of suspects um <clears throat> all scored around the same so gutho was the main there's nothing more needs to be said because heinz it was within reach of your, your pongas it was within reach of your manus it was within reach of your um guthos the ones that i do feel bad about um is the 5.1 percent that straight captains garrick now that's gonna sting because he was shit and he got low 20 so those people have saw some really um big red arrows getting a, getting a ruben garrick and that's just one of those ones that it stung us you know because we were expecting a better score in the round but having captured him you would have been absolutely spewing um, nothing else really to me, um, sort of stuck out in the rounds, uh, at all. Um, I had Katoa and, and I was just holding specifically for this round. And then once I saw that he wasn't going to get up this week, um, I was like, well, the most useful thing about him is God now. And I moved him on to Bateman because I just thought he was a pretty good, it was a good time to flip the go switch on that and get that extra game out of him. Um, so yeah, look, I'm looking forward to the upcoming rounds. I've had a bit of a peruse cause I'm obviously recording this on the Monday night, my Sunday night pod pod. Um, so I've had a bit of a look at, um, numbers and what I, who I think will back up for origin and 
you know, I'm probably skinny on the bench. I won't even have to rely on a Sonny Luke or someone like that. So, um, yeah, I could have to maybe be forced to do one trade now just to get a strong 17 and I have to rely on one of those um, Sonny Luke type ones or Ben Murnsilla or whatever. Um, so, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. It, it all going to hinge on... Um, you know, post-origin backup because, um, you know, we see these ones that are after the game, they don't look like they've got an injury and you're so hopeful and they're in the squad um, and then, you know, they just don't don't play and you, you, your playing numbers start dropping like flies. So this round, I reckon, will have throw a bit of that up there and it always does, Origin, hey, because it's, you know, a tough spectacle. And, you know, players like Ben Hunt, he doesn't even want to play for the Dragons anymore. Sorry, Dragons fans. Um, but, you know, you back up for 48 hours after Origin, you know, you know in the middle there, uh, you, you, I wouldn't expect, you know, players like that are going to back up. And Munster, I guess, on his salary might, you know, be backing up. Um, because he does command a bit of a salary, but, um, you know, and we know he's been carrying an injury or two as well. So, yeah, it's going to just be a watch and see, and I guess if you're free of the carnage, you know, try to save a trade if you can, um, if you've got the, the, the decent enough numbers, but I, I, I am predicting that it's going to be pretty difficult, and I reckon um, a lot of teams are going to go in short this week. I think we found that after the first um, buy round, the round after I found harder, um, and it's going to be the case this round as well. So, um, no TLT podcast tomorrow because they're all going to name them I imagine there'll be some interest in it but all I care about is um, let's watch the origin and you get a good feel probably you know Liam Martin who can't even train before origin and he's going to be right for origin you wouldn't think they're going to risk him straight out of it you know um, just use your common sense really um, <clears throat> looking at uh, next week yeah I just got to wait see where, where the chips lie um, when it comes to um, you know players available um, captains wise I think next week is a bit um, tricky with some of the teams on the buys I really like the look of, you know, maybe an eel against those dolphins who I think are <clears throat> maybe just not quite um, as good as they were at the start of the year. Um, I do not mind, um, you know, your Panthers. If you've got a Dylan Edwards, mate, you'll probably have a field day there against um, the Newcastle Knights. Uh, Melbourne Storm, you imagine a Munster backing up from origin. If Queensland wins, you'll be on a high. Um, and I don't think that the Seagulls have got anything to match them at Amy Park there. And the, the Melbourne Storm are warming up, so I don't mind a bit of a money. Um, you know, Grant, I'd probably be a little less likely. Uh, you know, I'd still be worried about Munster too, even get an early shower for the Melbourne Storm um, if they have an easy game. Um, but Harry Grant, you know, he'll, he'll probably be managed. But I don't know if everyone's going to have the luxury. You know, David Fafita gets 20 minutes off the bench uh, for the Titans. Uh, so, you know, um, or are the Titans not even... Oh, no, they're playing. So, you know, if someone like David Fafita plays 15 minutes, there's nothing you can do about that. We're probably all going to play David Fafita. So, um, yeah, I like um, Bunnies against the Cows as well. So if you're a Cody Walker owner and he's obviously got to uh, be named and be fit, um, I don't mind um, a bit of Cody in there against the um, Cowboys. Uh, and look, you know, if you've got your Roosters, um, let's just say Teddy doesn't back up and Manu plays uh, fullback against the Raiders, I don't mind a bit of Manu action again this week as well. Um, I'm probably going to get a VC um, maybe in there on a, you know, a Gutho or maybe I could, uh, if I do bring in Munster, if he's backing up, um, maybe I'll put a VC on Munster and I'll put the captain on... Uh, 
Manu. You know, well, we have to see if Teddy backs up, eh? So, yeah, there's a lot of combos that could happen. We're just going to see what happens in the wash-up of Origin. Um, you know, I'm going to just play it like that. And if I can get a 17 without... Um, you know, having them trade, I want to start to save some bloody trades because it's just a dire situation. And it feels like every week you just have to. And that's why, that's that, that's the time. If I could if I could ever actually save a trade, save a bloody trade, guys. All these luxury trades going on, you know. I mean, yeah, and that was my um, Ellie Katoa one last week. But, I mean, I was probably t- planning on turning him into a Bateman after the buy. You know, because I already had him. Um, so, you know, it was just one of those ones that I just did a week early because he was unavailable. So, um, good luck, everyone. I'll, you know, we'll see what happens in Origin. Um, and we'll see how the wash-up happens. I, like I said, if you may not have had... Because we've done first buy and first post buy, which I think I'm saying is, is part of a, a, a marathon. Um, we've now had second buy and we're going into post-second buy round. The, the, this is a bit of a... Um, marathon you know through this buy schedule you know we got these three team after the buy on, on you know after the buy on the buy and you, you know we've got the the representatives as well and which are always unpredictable so it's a real tricky little part of the season and you know I, yeah i've had unfortunate things like your cleary injury for a shit captain um which has set me back where i should be getting ahead but at least last week hey, look always look on the bright side of life um, I went up the, the ranks this week, so I should be happy enough for that, shouldn't I? Uh, look, do I have anything else to say? You know, I mean, who? Well, well, I've got nothing. I didn't even know if I wanted to record this, but I did. And I don't even know how long it is because I've stopped it so many times because I've had a bit of a coughing fit. But, hey, you got something on the waves there from Ado. I wrote a song for you. Um, what else do you want from me, eh? Uh, I'll probably record something once I know um, the wash-up from the origin because I can at least speculate and, you know, I always say don't hold me to it, but I can give you, you know, once I watch the game, I've got a good feel for who's um, not going to be backing up at least anyway and I'll talk to you about the ones that I'm hopeful of and, um, you know, we'll talk about the trade trends as well and see who who people are bringing in, Um. You know, someone, I saw it on the socials this week, you know, someone's saying, you know, you can get Buller, um, you know, who's sort of been topping out. You could, if you had a Joey Manu in 5-8, for instance, you know, Munster backs up in a good matchup if Queensland wins the series um, at home. Uh, you know, uh, you could get your Buller for, for cheap, but you, you could downgrade to, Mar- uh, to um, Munster. Oh. Can make a sexy move like that if you if if everything's going peachy and all the ba- origin people back up, get yourself a monster, you know, for Bula who's out on the buy this week. Anyway, that's just Ado thinking about things. Hey, eh? um, good luck, everyone. Talk to you soon, and you know. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. This will be a miracle. Oh, it is a miracle. Oh, my goodness. You won't see anything like that again this year. And maybe never.